0: The following resources presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to A Counselor's Point of View. Hi, my name is Steve Finney and I will be your host. This is Rest, Abide, Walk. This is finally we're getting to the point where the we're able to go. Uh, this is... The final message of, of of the overall message of Identity Matters is the blessing we get in living of resting in daily decisions, abiding in Christ, and simply walking after the Spirit as a lifestyle. That's the point. This is the clarity of the gift given to us by Jesus Christ is resting, abiding, and walking. None of this, what I'm going to show you right now, can happen unless you extend forgiveness and seek forgiveness. We've been called to the ministry of reconciliation. Not music, not deliverance ministries, not prayer ministries. The ministry of reconciliation. So here it is, resting. Matthew 11:28 28 talks, talks to us about, Hey, if you're weary and heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you Rest. He doesn't say if you're weary and heavy laden, hang on there, I'll get to you real soon. He won't even go to you. Do you know Jesus Christ will lay dormant, so to speak, in an indwelt believer for 50 years and wait for that person to come to the conclusion that they need help? But they know they talk to the person, they know that they're saved. But there's no Christ activity in their life. He's a gentleman. And he said that he would wait. You have to go to him. That takes a brokenness of pride. To go seek help. Even from Jesus. And then Hebrews 4, 9-11. through 11, Great passage, obviously, but... There remains the Sabbath of rest. In fact, the whole chapter 4 of Hebrews uh, gives us plenty of precious truths about our resting in Christ. But God designed the whole system from the very beginning to have the last story, the last page, the last day of seven is rest. This is the end of your story today. Is to rest. And you really can't have it. Unless you address that other stuff. That's why this had to go into a workbook form. You got to work that. Out of your salvation. So you can have this. God is the one. Who is in control of our life. Whether we like it or not. And he wants us to embrace that openly. And accept it eternally. Forever. Abiding. Abiding. Abiding is like going up to a branch and and uh, tried to bust off a branch in our yard cleaning, you know, a couple weeks ago and whatever. I could not get this branch to bust. I had to go get the saw out. That is supernatural abiding going on there. It will not let go. That's kind of abiding we're talking about in Christ Jesus. You are so focused on keeping that abiding relationship. Growing and where the enemy can't just come up and snap you off. Abiding is critical before we can bear fruit. Then walking after the spirit and in the spirit. And the flesh opposing the spirit, the spirit opposing the flesh. And we cannot fulfill the desires of the flesh while we're walking after the spirit. I mean, it seems like common sense, but I'm telling you, that really messes with our minds. So the whole walking thing cannot happen unless we're abiding. The abiding thing cannot happen unless we're resting. The resting thing cannot happen unless we are snapped, broken in our pride, coming unto Jesus because we're weary and heavy laden. Where do we live? Past, present, future. Critical little diagram here, another one of my favorites is in the past we need to repent, reconcile, and thank God for it, no matter what it is. That's the process of this workbook. Present, just, just simply to obey. You hear God, you go, yes, where, where are we going again? Just where, Lead me. You're walking, yes. God doesn't have to play mind games with you, or you try to cause Him to play these mind games. Everything's a yes. You're a people of the Yes. He can take you anywhere at that point. Future, you're trusting it to God because you can't read it. Do you know that there's actually certain things that God's keeping from Jesus? Does Jesus know the day or the hour of the... See, most Christians know that. God's withholding data from His own Son because He does not have the prerogative to know it. Unless God gives it to him. Why would God hold that data from his son who's perfect? He's got his reasons. I'm not God. I'm not going to even try to figure that one out. But I can tell you this. If God withholds information from his son, he's certainly not going to comfort you on future events. He wants you to embrace him by faith. Moment by moment. Second by second. See what I've told you today is in the past. It's not in the present. It's past. So Satan only is a god of the past. He's not a god of the present. He's not a god of the future. Satan is a god of the past. So he's got to bunch you up of past issues. He can even do that with something I said ten minutes ago. He's a god of the past. Our worldview is very clear. If we're looking through our problems, circumstances, and feelings. Well, we're going to look at God as being pretty small. But, you know, if we're looking through God and then looking through God at our circumstances, our circumstances will look pretty small. Whatever is closest to you is the biggest. Right? Whatever is closest to you and you're focusing on, staying focused on, probably is your identity. Identity really does matter. So do I want a self-life view of God or do I want Christ's actual view in His own mind of His Father? This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at IOMAmerica.org. That's IOMAmerica.org.